All right, we're um, we're we're today is um, Makot sixteen, uh, Ted Zion. We're actually picking up on the bottom of fifteen A, the very bottom, the last line. Hopefully, we'll, we'll make th- make it through a good amount today. Um, yesterday we talked about five ways to explain the contradiction of Rabbi Yochanan. Rabbi Yochanan, on one hand, said. Um, he had a statement called everything that has a, every lotase that has an said beforehand, you get malkos. And then we said ones seems to contradict that. And then we've had different ways to explain ones, and we ended up saying the last one was uh, Rava. That's on the bottom of 15a. It says, All his days, he, uh, he, he has to return his wife. He has to return... Um, yeah, in a case where he, he the guy raped uh, a woman, he has to, even if you're divorced, he has to return her all of his days. So from there we learn that this is kind of like, it's even though it's a, a lav that has an ased before it, it's still like kind of in the category of lavani tatase. It's like a quasi lavani tatase, but it's not all the way lavani, a, la, uh, a transgression that's corrected by a, an ased. But nevertheless, so that's, that's the limut. That's where we are right now. So, why, why am I saying it? It's important because we said that on one hand, this is a, uh, this is, on one hand we said this is a law that, a transgression that's preceded by a positive commandment. We said that, right? That was the whole question. On the other hand, there is an aspect to this that the, the Asek can correct the transgression. Um, but it's not all the way. If it was all the way, a law of said, it's corrected by the, the, the transgression corrected completely by the uh, positive commandment, then we would have the whole question we had before of, why is this not similar to what we said about the muzzling of the ox? Muzzling of the ox is forbidden, but everything else that has a corrective is not forbidden. So we say, this isn't a corrective. This is a mitzvah, lotase that has an ase beforehand. But still we say it does correct it. But because it's initially a, a, a transgression preceded by a, a positive commandment, it's not in that category of corrective, and it's not doesn't contradict what we learned from muzzling. That's important because we're going to go into now the, con- the contours of this uh, of, of this approach that uh, of this approach that um, like with this case that it's going to uh, like w- when we say it's lo- this whole idea of a uh, set uh, correcting a lotase and this idea of koyamav how how this would work so that's it's, it's important because it's important because we're going to talk about a set correcting a lotase okay. So here's the bottom of the page. So we said that Rabbi. So okay, we said we brought Rava's approach, and we're going to say this. This Rava, we're going to bring a question on Rava's approach. You said that the reason we learn that he has to return her, uh, that you get the reason why you don't get Malkot for Onus is because he has to return her all of his days. Right? For everything else that's uh, said beforehand, you do get Malkot. That's Rabbi Yochanan. So why do we say it? so? They said, Hinichale, this works out for the Mandamar bitlo velo bitlo. Elamandamar kimo velo kimo maikilameimar. This is actually an important thing. We're going to, this is the whole Gemara till um, the next, till Ted Zion and Mubet, the middle of the page, is on this topic of bitlo velo bitlo. Let's just explain that. I, uh, yeah, I, I, I wrote it out here, but I mean, these are just my notes. There's no graphs in here, so if you're interested, you can look at me for not, then not. But beloved, beloved, low. The idea is that you're there's two approaches to a um, an ase that corrects a lotase. One is that you um, the first one is to go beloved, beloved, low. Beloved, beloved, low means that you are not obligated in malkos until 
you nullify the mitzvah asa. I'll give you an example. You have shiloh haken. You have to send off. Uh, you, you have to, if you take the the mother, the animal, the the the, the eggs, you take them at zelotase, and then you and then you have a corrective for that possibly to send off the mother even afterwards. It's not so clear, but it's how, that's how the Gemara is going to learn out. So you have a corrective maybe to send off the mother afterwards. So um, let's say you uh, so Rabbi, Rabbi the person who says beloved lobito, you would only be obligated for the lotase if you kill the mother bird. Once you don't have any option at all to correct it, then uh, once you don't have any option at all to correct it, then uh, then what? If you are mivatel the mitzvah, I said the corrective, then you then you have lashes. But until then, you don't have lashes. Okay, so you're like so this. If you have lashes and aseh, as long as you didn't mivatel the aseh, you you don't have this like looming. You don't have this this punishment of lashes upon you. It's waiting. It's like on hold until you you kill, you you nullify the option. Um, Davening bizman, right? You can't make a crooked line straight. If you don't daven bizman, you can't correct it. You missed your time. Yeah, that would be an example. You're supposed to daven bizman. You missed your time. That's it. You can't correct it. But there's no asset. There's no love. No, it, but there's an asset. Oh, so there's no altas. There's yeah. no last. It's an asset. Yeah, there aren't so many cases. Like, they're gonna, Mara's only going to bring two. So I brought one of them right now, the Shiloh HaKem, which also, like, you're, you're raising your eyebrows, like, I, I present a little differently than it's normally. But there's a Lotus say you take the, the ant, take the birds, and now you correct it, possibly sending off the mother bird even afterwards. But if you kill the mother bird, then you would have, you would be obligated with lashes. Corner, corner the person says, be low, be low, be low. But until you send off the mother bird, you don't have lashes. There's another approach that says, um, you have lashes until you do until you do the mitzvah of sending off the mother bird. So, yeah. So, that's the chemo below chemo. If you are mikayam the mitzvah, you free yourself of lashes. But until then, you have lashes. So this whole idea, when you have a, a set that corrects the lotus, are you obligated in the malkos immediately? Or are you not obligated until, until you have no choice, but until you can't have any corrective at all? As long as there's a corrective in the world... You're not obligated according to that approach. According to the first approach, you are obligated if there's a corrective in the world, but if you do the corrective, then you undo the malchus. That's beat low, low, beat low. Beat low means that you nullified it, and then you're obligated. Chemo is... is so, in other words, the, 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 if, if I just say it back to you, um, the two approaches are malkot is when a love has not been corrected. Yes. And the question is, the two, the, the the nuance between the two approaches is: Are you liable for lashes when a love has not been corrected, or are you liable for lashes when a love cannot be corrected? That's that's really good. Yeah, that's very that's, that's very clear. Yeah, right. and and so, and then everything follows from that. If if it's if a lo- if a love cannot be corrected, then anything where you've either nullified the ability to correct or there was never an ability to correct like the like the shore like the shore you've got like the what like the 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 muzzle dogs the muzzle dogs yeah sure then then you've got um, then you've got lashes yeah because you've nullified any possibility or initially there was not Mm -hmm. a possibility Mm -hmm. the other one was either there was no possibility or you haven't used the remedy yet Yes. So you're liable for yeah. lashes. Now, of course, the second one, the question is, if I'm liable for lashes and there is a remedy, 
and, and how do you know whether or not I will implement the re remedy? What if you give me lashes, and then I'll implement the remedy? Yeah, so, go, so you, go, gonna... you go to Beit Din, and they ask you, they ask you, you know, what do you want? You're going to do the mitzvah, or we'll give you lashes? Yeah, you're going to send off the mother bird, or do you want yeah. lashes? And so that's, uh, let me think about that for a little yeah. bit. <laughs> yeah, but according to the first few, they couldn't do that, because you don't, you're not, they, couldn't, they have no connection to you, because you don't obligate any lashes yeah. at that point. Yeah. They can't yeah, come to you and... Right, because the exist, there still exists in the world a yeah. possibility for me to... Correct. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Um, so this view that kol uh, yamav... So we state we have the statement that um, this, is, this is considered a corrective, right? Um, this idea of ones, because he can return all of his days. And because it's considered a corrective, uh, therefore, this, in this case... Um, you don't get malkos. But for every other case of Lav Shekadah, for Rabbi Yochanan, you do get malkos. That's how we explained it. Um, so, so, that, so that we say here, so, so you say it's a corrective that can continue for all of his days. Well, this only works according to which approach? This is the approach of there exists a corrective in the world. Yeah. That's what I'm going to ask. So your explanation, Rava, only works according to one shita, bitlo velo bitlo. Yeah. Not according to Kimo Velo Kimo. And they're going to answer, yeah, that's Rabbi Yochanan Shita. Bitlo Velo Bitlo. It works out nicely. That's what they going to say. But then we're going to have a whole discussion on Bitlo Velo Bitlo for, for like the next two Amudim, two and a half Amudim. Hinech Elamanda Amar Bitlo Velo Bitlo. Elamanda Amar Kimo Velo Kimo. That it's uh, you're, you're obligated right now. You can't send her off all your days. You don't have un unlimited time to send her off. My Ikele Meimar, what would you say? So he says, I don't have to set this up according to everybody. I don't have to set this up according to Rabbi Yochanan. Midihu time el Rabbi Yochanan. I set this up according to Rabbi Yochanan. I'm fine. Adamar le Rabbi Yochanan. Latana Tane Bitlo Chayat. So so Rabbi Yochanan heard some people teaching this Limud in a confused way, in like a very uh, obscure way. They said, Bitlo Chayav, Lo Bitlo. Tane Tane Bitlo Chayav, Lo Bitlo Pator. Tane. Okay. Sorry, the Tani Tani. So someone were taught in front of Rabbi Yochanan. Kol mitzvah lo taseh, sheyesh bakum aseh. It's a, a lavi nitaka aseh, it's fixed by an aseh. Keim aseh sheba patur bitel aseh sheba chayav. So now it's not kimo v'kimo, it's kimo ubitlo. And so that's like, uh, it's not going to be clear to him what that means. Elamai kamart, kiem patur, kiem patur lo kiem chayav, bitel chayav lo bitel patur. Tani bitlo lo bitlo, tani lo bitlo, and I teach So someone came in front of him and taught the lima like this. They said, um, if so, someone has a kumase and they, they did the ase patur, they the ase chayav. Rabbi and Rabbi Yochanan says, You're not teaching that in the correct way. This is what you should have said. And my opinion is, Tane, I my opinion, Rabbi Yochanan is bitlovalobitlo. And my counterpart, Rabbi Shimon Melaki says, Kimo Velokimo. So that's that's his opinion. Be low, below, below. So that works out nicely. Okay. Rabbi Shimon ben Laki Shomer. Okay. B'may kamiflage. So what is what's their machloket? Rabbi Shimon. This is the second topic. The first topic was just establishing. There's there are like five topics in in, in our daf today. Our limud today. First topic is just establishing who has who holds what. One one said Rabbi Yochanan's be low, below, below. It extends. Uh, you, you don't have lashes until, as long as there's some corrective in reality. And, uh, and Rabbi Shlaki says you immediately have lashes um, until you do the mitzvah. Say. Now we're going to talk about what's the source of their machloket. Where is it stemming from? 
And afterwards, and the next topic will be, what are examples of bidlo below bidlo? So that's, gonna, that's kind of the, the procession here. So my kamiflage. So bahatrat safek kamiflage. So they're having a machloket on a hatrat safek. So let's say you, um, someone gives warning to somebody on something that might not for sure, might for sure not, might not for sure happen. It's doubtful that it will happen. So let's say somebody uh, gives um, um, a warning: don't, uh, don't leave this. Don't, don't, don't leave the korban until the morning. If you do, you get a lotase. And in that case, it's not clear that that law will for sure happen because he could correct it immediately and eat it before the morning. <clears throat> so you're 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 warning them for a lotase that's not uh, that you can correct it um, before it happens. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess that's different than a lotase that for sure will happen. Like don't kill somebody, but you could say someone you could withhold yourself from killing somebody. I mean every every say yeah. Every until I know, it's that's done. Just, that's what I'm just thinking right now. Yeah. So we'll have to think about that. What what's the difference between this hot effect and other hot effect? Mm-hmm. But that's the case that they brought was no tar. Um, so let's see. Marsava hachatsafek shmahachaa. Marsava hachatsafek loshmacha. So we'll see what they say. So um sorry. Um so Rabbi, if you look on the page, on page one, it doesn't just you. Um now this is an additional information on the answer. It says Rabbi Rabbi Yochana holds a doubtful warning count. He can say one get malchus even if it's be low low not clear if one will get malchus. So according to Rabbi Yochanan, who says that uh that it's be low low beat low. Oh, actually, I'm sorry. The Rashi talks about this. I think. Yeah. Rafal Gav Dechol. Where are you? In? Uh, just um, Rabbi Yochanan Savar. Yeah. Rabbi Yochanan Savar. No, Kol Every Lavani Taklase. Oh. Every law that can be corrected by an Ase. I guess there's certain laws. I guess there are levels of doubt. Yeah, but everything's a doubt. Every 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 warning's a doubt. But if it's a, if it's very doubtful that. It's for, that it's not even clear that it could happen. There's many ways that you can undo it. That's in the category of Hatrat's effect. Yeah. Well, the fact that there's so much Rashi and so much Tosfot on this little <laughs> indicates this is complicated. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, <laughs> yeah. Um, so, Rabbi Yochan, so let's, uh, let's ask you guys. What do you, without... Uh, you look there, it's okay. But what's, what's uh, who who would hold hatra'at's effect does count as a hatra'ah, a doubtful warning does count as a, as a warning, and who would hold not? So if you just go back, Rabbi Yochanan again holds that your lashes, you can warn somebody, but they, they as long as there is a corrective in reality, um, then, meaning you can warn somebody, they don't have lashes until they, until you Mevatel the the ase. According to Reish Lakish, you have lashes immediately. I think Reish Lakish. What whole one? Hatzat Zafek is hata. Uh huh. That'd be my guess. I agree. Yeah, I was I was understanding it differently. There be Yochanan would hold Hatzat Zafek Hatzat. I think maybe I saw in Rashi too. No, the, <laughs> well, the reason I'm saying that is I may be wrong. Is, uh, if if there is a if if Hatzat Zafek is hata, then then you're liable for lashes because you were warned. You're always liable for lashes. In both cases, you're liable for lashes. Can Rabbi Yochanan and Lakish. The question is when you're liable for lashes. Right, but Kern Rabbi Lakish, you're liable immediately. Kern Rabbi Yochanan, you're liable if a certain condition takes uh, uh, takes 
uh, it falls into place. Right, and I would think that uh, that Reish Lakish comes more easily to the point of saying you deserve lashes. He does. Yeah. You deserve lashes immediately. Right. So I'll just I'll explain. You tell me. Reish Lakish, if you're saying it strictly because he tends to be. That he way. tends to be more strict because right. Reish Lakish, if right. you if you can get into his head, and I don't know if I'm getting into his head, he's basically saying, yeah. I was a sinner. I was able to find the strength to do tshuva, yeah, yeah. and I'm, I have little patience for people who don't do tshuva. Mm-hmm. Whereas Rabbi Yochanan says, it's not so easy, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. it's a big hurdle to do tshuva. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you look at them, he see, at yeah. least that's what seems to be the, the different approach. Yeah. It's never said explicitly. But he, I hear that. It's I just, I just add, so let me present this and you say yeah. where, you, where you think. So, um, based, I think our... It's on Rosh or the Gemara is going to go. So Hatra, so they're going to say Rabbi Yochanan holds Hatra Safek is a Hatra, because his case is a hatra, is a case of Safek. His case is that you don't have the lashes until maybe you might kill the mother bird, but nevertheless, when you do kill the mother bird, you do get lashes. So this is a this is doubtful. It's doubtful that you will ever get the lashes, but nevertheless, that warning holds. That warning counts. Lakish, he doesn't hold that. Therefore, he has to say you're obligated for, for Malkus immediately. The question then, of course, is how long do you hold out? Where, which, uh, to correct. You know, if, in other words, if you kill the... You should, you sh- I mean, if, if the bird, I guess the bird... Yeah, I mean, was, I mean, the bird can fly away to a whole other location, and I think you lost it anyway. Right. But <laughs> It sort of makes it moot. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you shouldn't. I mean, ideally, you shouldn't hold out. But if you did hold out, then what's then? That, that's the question. But there, there's going to be another case too, um, with paya, where you have to, uh, or if you burnt the paya, you know, before you burnt the paya before you had. Um, as a case, I think you you ate it. You ate right. the paya before you could give it to to, to somebody else. So you, there, you move tell it too. There, so that could wait a little bit. Maybe you have a little bit of time. That's longer than this, but um, nevertheless. So uh, they're going to say Rabbi Ishlakish holds that because he, he he holds that you can't if if it's um, your lashes are contingent upon something else. That's considered a, a doubtful warning, and he can't. He doesn't hold that. Therefore, he says you're obligated in Malkus immediately. Well, with the peah and the shiluach haken, if that's the examples they use. Maybe they use those because both of those actually have a have an internal time limit, in the sense that eventually the bird will fly away, you'll get out of the tree or wherever it is. And pay it is and a time limit because the date certain it'll go bad. It'll go bad. So so there will be a point at which it will. You won't be able to to remedy in both cases. Maybe that's why they chose those two, because they, they have a built-in mm-hmm. time limit. So we're going to say they're going to bring other options. They're going to be like three or four other options, and they're going to knock them out. But we'll see, we'll see why. I'll try to, we'll try to figure that out. Like what, what's, but, so that, so that, does that work out nice, work out like the explanation of three seconds? You're going to be Okay. Mike, Mike, can you hear me? Hatra, Tzafek, can you hear me? Marsavar, Hatra, Tzafek, Shema, Hatra. Marsavar, Hatra, Tzafek, Shema, Hatra. Okay. So someone made a shvua. They, they're going to their going through their shitas. Bring it'll bring an example for this. 
So you have a case where someone says, I'm making a shvua, I'm, I'm taking a, I'm swearing or taking an oath that I won't eat this loaf today. And the day pass and... That I will eat. That, you're right. That I will eat this kikar today. And the day passed, I didn't eat it. Okay, so I will eat the kikar today at 4 p.m. The day passed. Uh, night, nightfall came in, and I didn't eat it. They both say you don't look at. They, they don't get malkos. So, if they both say no look at, you would say that why? Because this is you could say you could you could say at this point that they both hold hatrat effect isn't hatra. You could say that right? Because this would be a hatrat effect that you made a shvua that you would eat it. Um, there was a suffek whether you would, would or wouldn't. Yeah. So that that would be a little difficult because we said that Reish Lucky's holds a hatra safek is a hatra. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm going to say. Rabbi Yochanan Omer, Eino loke, why? Pshum dahavish, sorry. Rabbi Yochanan Reish Lucky's time reach about Eino loke. Rabbi Yochanan says Eino loke. Okay, we say again. We said Rabbi Yochanan holds, again, Rabbi Yochanan holds hatra safek is a hatra. So this would be difficult for him because this is a hatra safek. And you're not getting Malka. So, so they're going to say, what's his explanation for this? That's the reason why you don't get Malkos here for Rabbi Yochan. Rabbi Yochan holds Hatra's effect is a Hatra'ah. So this will work out for that. But, but the problem here is this is just ver- this is a verbal, a verbal um, movement. This isn't a, an action. So therefore, you're not getting Malkos. But Kolav Shimbo Masa and Lokim Lav. Rishlakis, why does he hold that you don't get Malkos? For the reason we said. Okay. So the now we're going to explain them both according to they, both of them can be explained according to Rabbi Yehuda, uh, Atana. And this is going to be in regard to another case of Hatrat's effect, which we talked about, which is Notar, which is you have to um, someone has uh, leftover korban. Uh, and you can't leave it over to a certain period, maybe to the morning. And then if you give them a hatra'a, a, a warning on that, it's, uh, you know, it's forbidden to leave it over into the morning. That's, that could also be considered a hatra'a effect because uh, they could eat it before the morning arrives and it wouldn't be left over. So it's like not considered like a... And I, I think it's not that the, you're doubtful that the act is going to happen. You're always doubtful. It's, it's the act itself. It's not on the, on the, you're not doubtful that the individual is going to do the act. It's the act itself. The chefza itself is a doubtful thing. Thing. Right, so you're not doubtful about the person. You're always doubtful that the person is going to do, do the it. act. That's, that's the whole idea of a warning. Right. You don't know they're going to do it for sure. But it's more like the act itself is not, is not considered a... It's, it's a hatra'a on a... Well, that's not really true. If a person's dedicated to the, to, to the cause, right, you're giving them a hatra'a because you want to make sure they get punished. Now, yeah, yeah, you're giving a hatra'a because you'd like to stop them. There's always an element of doubt. I mean, it's before the act. Well, right. I mean, so what you're saying is it's sort of like a metaphysical kind of thing. Like, you know, like, it, until something's done, it ain't, to quote the great Tosva uh, Yogi, it ain't over till it's over. So until the act is done... There's always a doubt yeah. that it's actually going to be complete, and that raises the question. So, what is this hatrat's effect which you mentioned before? So, I think it's these are cases we're bringing that where like the action itself is questionable. It's not considered like a full, not considered a full love. I think 
Like you have opportunities to correct it, opportunities for it to not, opportunities to. Maybe maybe the way to think about it. It's a quasi law. Yeah, maybe maybe it's the way to think about it. I mean, what you said is that it's doubtful whether there's an atta needed. If I see someone angry about to murder someone, there is reason to believe that that act is about to be committed. If I'm sitting there, it's pass, Passover, and I'm eating my korban, uh, and somebody comes along and says, don't forget, don't leave any. I didn't have any intention of leaving any. I, there was no, wh- why would you think I'm going to leave any? So I, that's like Fsher. That's like an Fsher. Like, yeah, sure, yeah, it's possible. So with Shavuot, would that work out? So someone says, I made a Shavuot that I'm going to eat this key card. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's two in the afternoon. You said you'd eat it before nightfall. Well, don't my forget, wife, make sure you... Yeah, don't forget, eat that kikar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, I was going <laughs> to... Yeah. Okay, nice. I mean, maybe that's... Yeah, yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Shaka. Um, I, I don't know. Yeah. Unless a thought's effect is whether it's... Right, and so maybe... The, and so, I don't know, but does, does it mean that the, there's a suffix of whether the hatra'a is a hatra'a? That that's the suffix. No, well, we don't have a suffix. They have an opinion. Uh, is it it works or it doesn't work? Rabbi Yochanan Yisakis, meaning the hatra is hatra, but I think it's on a case of the suffix. The case. Yeah. All right. All right. Um, so they both both of these opinions they work they align with they both they uh, say but They both go according to Rabbi Yehuda. So let's try to understand that. They both explain their shita. They they tag it on to Rabbi Yehuda. Atana, because these are Amorayim. Don't leave it over until the morning. So you burn it in the morning. So you have a corrective. You can burn it, I guess, if you leave it in the morning, you correct it. You can burn it afterwards. Right, so Rabbi Huda says, if you leave it over until the morning, you can burn it. So therefore, uh, it's a lavni taklaset. You don't get malchus. Rabbi Yochanan deyakachi. So both Rabbi Yochanan and Reish Lakish learned out from Rabbi Huda their shitas. Okay, they're both looking for an ilan gadoli italapo. Rabbi Yochanan deyakachi taima de baakatuv halo baakatuv lokeh. Right? So this is interesting. This is kind of deep. He says, according to Rabbi Yehuda, you would, if there wasn't another aseh that came to correct the notar problem, you would have malkos. Right? According to Rabbi Yehuda says, this is a law. This is a, you, get malkos, you should get malkos for this law of leaving over to the morning. Why don't we give you malkos here? Because the Torah gave another uh, corrective for it. Let's say there was no corrective. There was no corrective. Rabbi Yehuda would hold that you would get malchus, mm-hmm. and then we ask, "Well, couldn't you eat it throughout the night?" So from here, he learns out a hatra is a hatra, because mm-hmm. because Rabbi Yehuda would obligate you throughout the night, um, throughout the night, even though it's doubtful whether you would do you you would leave it over into the morning or not. Mm-hmm. That's kind of like a nice one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. He breaks. He breaks it into two. He breaks it into two sections. You had that sand lotus, and he removes this. And he says, "What would happen in corner of Yehuda if you just had a lotus? If you just had a lotus, it would be a, a safek situation because you could eat it till the morning, 
And nevertheless, Rabbi Yehuda would hold that you would be obligated, and, but you're not because you have an aset. So, Reisakis di akachi time ada bagatuv halo bagatuv loke ama lav sheimbo maaseh lokin alav. So here's a, here's a lav sheimbo maaseh notar is a case of lav sheimbo maaseh. You leave it over into the morning. You're not doing an action by leaving it over. You're through your inaction. Something's happening. Right, you didn't eat it, but it's not like you you like uh, you know picked it up, prayed it around town. I'm leaving it until the morning. No, you just you just got left until morning. So they both kind of bring support from Rabbi Yehuda to their shitas. Rabbi Shimon ben Lakish, Nami ha Savar savar la. Rabbi Shimon ben Lakish, Nami ha vadai hatratzafeki. So asafeku. So. Hello, uh, Rabbi Shimon Malaki. You pointed out one aspect of this of this statement of Rabbi Yehuda, but there's another aspect. The Rabbi Yehuda, what Rabbi Yochanan said, the Rabbi Yehuda would hold that hatra tzafek is a hatra'a, right? So you have to ask that according to Rabbi. You're very selective in your in your learning out from Rabbi Yehuda because in Rabbi Yehuda you can learn out the opposite. Mm-hmm. We're going to say the same thing for uh, Rabbi Yochanan. Rabbi Yochanan, you're learning out hatra tzafek. What about the lav sheimbo maase? Because it's it's clear, kind of mm-hmm. like. Uh, all right. Um, again, so the bagatuv halo bagatuv loke amalav shemo mazel. Rishuim lakish nami ha vadai atratzafekhi. Who? This is a hatratzafek. So what do you do with that? You hold Rabbi Yochanan that uh, Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Yehuda seems to hold hatratzafek is a hatra, um, but you Rabbi Shimon and Lakish hold that it's not a hatra. Okay, you know hatra vadai. So there's another there's another Rabbi Yehuda. Right? So he holds by that so okay, sorry. There are two Tanaim. There's a machoket on how to understand Rabbi Yehuda. So he holds by another Tana who understands Rabbi Yehuda differently. And that other Tana that holds that Rabbi Yehuda says that Hatra Tefek is not a Hatra. That's how he's gonna explain. So I'm just trying to like understand this actually outside. So, we want to we want to say that Reish Lakish goes by Rabbi Yehuda. We had a problem because it seems like Rabbi Yehuda seems to say Hatra Tzafek is a Hatra. So the answer is um, he goes by another Rabbi Yehuda, another understanding of a Tan in Rabbi Yehuda that doesn't understand Rabbi Yehuda that way. Rather, understands Rabbi Yehuda says Safek Hatra is not a Hatra. Mm-hmm. Question is so so what about the previous statement? Was that is that null? Is that that the, that's the wrong understanding? I don't know. I guess he doesn't hold by that. Mm-hmm. doesn't hold by that. So I guess we had some sort of understanding that he goes by Rabbi Yehuda. It was some sort of assumption. Mm-hmm. We thought it was this Rabbi Yehuda. No, it's really another Rabbi Yehuda. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Another Tana that understood Rabbi Yehuda differently. The Tanya. Hake ze. So, if you take a peek at Rashi, Hikaze, you see that? Someone divorced his wife, and Viniset, and she she got she got she got immediately got remarried, and she had a baby. And 
you have a safek ben teisha the rishon safek ben shiva lachron, and she had a baby mm. seven months later. Or um, let me see, I think it out seven months later, I guess. Mm-hmm. She didn't get married. She, two months later, she got remarried, and then she had a baby seven months later. So we have a safek who's who's whose baby this is, the first fathers or the second fathers. So that's going to be the discussion here. So this is a ikaze v'chazavri kaze. The the kid hit this one, and then went and hit the other one. Both of the parents, both of the fathers. Ikaze v'chazavri kaze. Kilos v'chazavri kilos. Ikashneim bevadachad or kiloshneim bevadachad chayav. Rabbi Yudo mer bevadachad chayav v'zerachazeh patur. So you have these two fathers, and each no, one yeah, is yeah. 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 Makes sense. No, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, it's it's it, it's it, there's this effect. Who's who's the father? If I, if I, if the kid hits the one, and then I, then there's this effect. It's his father. So there's no, no. Uh, yeah, that's Rabbi Huda who holds Atrat effect. No problem. If he hits the other one, there's no problem because there's still a effect. Right. If you do them both at the same if time. Both at the same time. We know one of them is the father. Right. So he's he's got to get yeah. Butter. So that's yeah. that's the Rabbi Yehuda that Reish Lakish goes to, according to because Reish Lakish says Hatra's effect not is not a Hatra. That's the one he goes according to. <laughs> <laughs> so this, I'm just like it's interesting that they have to find a Rabbi Yehuda to say like he doesn't hold like I don't know just say he doesn't hold like that Rabbi Yehuda. No, apparently there's an assumption that he has to hold by a Rabbi Yehuda. It's a different understanding of Rabbi Yehuda. So we have another. So Rabbi Yochanan we have the same problem. Rabbi Yochanan said. He learned out something very selective from Rabbi Yehuda Hatrat Safek. But we assume that Rabbi Yochanan holds that Lav She'embo Ma'aseh, um, you, you do get Malkos on it. So if he holds that, that, he can't go according to the other Rabbi Yehuda. By the way, that, 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 that's a ver- that, that statement that if he hits the one and then hits the other, or curses the one and curses the other, that, he's, that they s- separate the two. I mean, that's a profoundly important decision that they just, that Rabbi Yehuda is saying, because you might say, look, by the time you're done, I know you hit your father. That was the first approach. No, no. That was the first approach. It says you do get Malkos for that. No, you don't. That's your Rabbi Yehuda, but the first approach says you do, right? Hayav, even if it's one after the other. Oh, okay. Yeah. There's a Machoket on that. Yeah. In that bright. Yeah. Yeah, like, that there's definitely a valid that's not just a valid argument it is an approach right <laughs> yeah but there's a yeah okay. yeah um so Rabbi Yochanan lav she'im b'maaseh asavar la'akihad amarav idi bar avin amarav amram Rabbi Yitzhak amarav Yochanan whew Rabbi Yehuda amar mishim Rabbi Yossi aglili kol lo tasi shabbat Torah lav she'ish b'maaseh lakin lav lav she'im b'maaseh lakin so he goes according to he goes according to um, Rabbi Yehuda in the name of Rabbi Yosei who says Kolo Lokinalav. You do get malchus for it. So that so it's interesting because the other Rabbi Yehuda seemed to say that you don't get malchus. Well, yeah. The Rabbi Yehuda says you you don't. I don't yeah, I don't think this. All right. Anyway, they're going to say here from this source. So you don't. If there's no maaseh, you don't get malkos. 
So, yeah. So I'm just trying to understand how this is different. The case before with uh, I mentioned before with which was um, what was the case before? What was the case with the Rabbi Yehuda originally brought? The Shvua. Okay, the Shvua. That was a Lavshe Eimbo Maaseh. And it seemed like you don't get Ma... It seemed like... What's it's not clear from there if you get Malkos or not from that. Because right, there's a Hatrat effect. You maybe do get Malkos there for that. But maybe it's... You don't get... Uh, but... Right. Oh, Rabbi Yochanan says, oh, sorry. Rabbi Yochanan says you don't get Malkos there. Why? Because it's Enola Kemishim to have a Lavshi Okay? That was a case with Shvua that's Lavshi Imbomase. That's why you don't get Malkos. But now we're going to say, um, sorry. Uh, let's go back. Rabbi Yochanami have a die Lavshi Imbomase. Who? Savalaki. It's a Lavshi Imbomase. What's our difficulty here? Uh, we're trying to say, let me have a dialogue. She will not say, so I like you. Had a marrow. I'm on our eight second. I'll be your hand. I'll be who don't marry. She may be a sickly cola. She's what I love. She is for myself. A killer. I'll see in Bomasa. In the killer. So this case was a Hatraat Safek. We said Rabbi Yochanan holds what? On Hatra Tzafek, Hatra Tzafek. I lost my uh, line of thought here. Let's see what this is. If anyone wants to chime in, this guy. Uh, right here. Yeah, let's, let's see what I wrote here. The challenge. Yeah, Rabbi Yochanan can't agree with Rabbi with Rabbi Huda that without an Aseh, there would be no there would be Malko for the, this for the Notar. This is an actionless transit. Oh, we're saying they both go according to Rabbi Yehuda. Okay, I'm sorry. I was okay. So we, this is I'm on page number two, uh, challenge number two. Rabbi Yochanan can't agree with Rabbi Yehuda. We said that Rabbi Yochanan agrees with Rabbi Yehuda, right? We said he can't agree with Rabbi Yehuda. The Naseh, without Naseh, there would be Malkut for Notar. This is an actionless transgression. So Rabbi, what did Rabbi Yehuda say? If there, oh, okay. Rabbi Yehuda said if there was not an Naseh, there would be Malkus, right? Because mm-hmm. why? Because uh, we said, according to Rabbi Yochanan, a doubtful warning counts. Okay, so Fekatra counts. Therefore, that was his limud from Notar. Sorry, I got confused because I was comparing it to, to the Shfua. Sorry. We're talking about Notar. So we said Rabbi Yochanan learns out that Notar, you split it in two. You say, if there was an Aseh, there's no Malkos. But if there's not an Aseh, there is Malkos. So we learned that the law of Asafeh Okay. But that's difficult because Rabbi Yochanan holds, um, Rabbi Yochanan can't agree because he holds that uh, it's an actionless, this is an actionless transgression. This is an actionless transgression. Um, you shouldn't get Malkos for it. Okay, good. What's the answer? Rabbi Huda holds actions transgressions do not obligate Malkot, aside from three. Rabbi Yochanan holds by this latter approach. No action, no Malkos. 
So Rabbi Yehuda, so the really the really explanation is Rabbi Yehuda holds that actions and transgressions um, you don't get malkos, and Rabbi Rabbi Yochanan goes by this approach. So, um, so they agree. No, so like it's a mach, so that he goes by Rabbi Yossi Glili. So that's what they're going to explain right now. He goes, so we have so we have the notar case, which, which is Rabbi Yehuda, who says an, it seems like an actionless actionless transgression, you do get malchus. But then we're bringing another bright that says you don't get malchus from actionless transgression. So we're going to say that Rabbi Yochanan holds by this latter, latter bright. Okay. And why is that? Because the latter bright is not Rabbi, Rabbi Yehuda himself, but Rabbi Yehuda's rabbi. So I guess this thing, we have this assumption that he, they both go by Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Yehuda. But in the end, they don't either go, neither of them go by that Rabbi Yehuda. They go by, Rabbi goes by like uh, another understanding of Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Yochanan goes by his his rabbi, Rabbi Yosekli. Okay. Rabbi Yehuda said in the name of his rabbi. So this is problematic. We have, both of these cases are Rabbi Yehuda versus Rabbi Yehuda. Uh, Rabbi Shaki's brought another bright, uh, another understanding of Rabbi Yehuda, and Rabbi, Rabbi Yochanan brought uh, Rabbi Yehuda in the, name, in the name of his rabbi. This is just kind of like rehashing what we talked about. It's not a contradiction. There's two Tanimok and Rabbi Yehuda, and he goes by the latter one. This is him, his view, and this is his rabbi's view, and he goes by the rabbi's view. Okay. So now we're in the second, now we're in the, the actually the, the third part of our, our discussion on bitlo, below bitlo. Okay, so the first one, uh, first one we had was just stating who, what do they hold. Or so Rabbi Yochanan holds bitlo, that, the, that, the, the, um, that the, you don't get malkos until you actually mevatel the asset, you nullify the asset. Then we try to understand their reasoning for it, and we got into discussion of Hatra's effect. That was their reasoning. As Rabbi Yochanan's reasoning that you hold trust effect is a Hatra. Now we're going to go back to the topic of, of the Bitlova Lobitlo and other cases. What are cases? What are cases of this uh, nullifying the Aseh that would obligate you for lashes according to Rabbi Yochanan? That's the discussion right now. There's a Mishnah. Someone who takes the mother, and this is understood to be that you took the mother after you took the... You, you sent... You, it means you took the emalabanim. You took the you took the you took the eggs. eggs. You took the eggs. Rabbi Yehuda Omer lokev enu mashalach. Rabbi Yehuda holds you get malkos and you can't you can't correct it. Chachamim omer mashalach ve'no lokev. You can correct it through sending away the mother bird. Zach calls. This is chachamim going to say. Kol mitzvah lo tasseh. Shish bakumaseh ein chayvim aleh. That's 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 a classic case of lavani taklaseh. Okay, so Rabbi Yochanan's going to say this is. So Rabbi Yochanan agrees with this. Um, that that it, Rabbi Yochanan's going to agree with this. That if you have an aseh that corrects a lot aseh, you don't you don't get malchus. You don't get malchus until you nullify the aseh. So we're going to say einlanu elazot v'odacheretz. It's kind of cryptic statement. You only have this case of shiloch haken as a as a par, par, paradigmatic example par, as a par, as an example of. Of bitlova lo bitlo, and one more. This is like you know when you teach in class, you kind of like hint to something, and you want the students to ask you, what what what's that other one? So that's what someone. So Rabbi Lazar said, Hey ha, what's the other one? You said zof el 
goes, oh, I'm not going to reveal that to you. You've got to do the work. I'm like, tishkach. go find it, go find it. Nafak Dak, so he went, out and, he went out and found it, as it says. He found an example. This is the first example. This is like kind of, if you're in, um, what you say? Um, yeah, so this is on the bottom of page two if you're interested. So they have a question, which, which, which other one? And then the answer is Ones. If you just like look forward, there's um, there's a few other examples on the next page. I, I made bold on page three. Vow not to benefit uh, from you. Vow not to. So this, they're going to explain that this is onus when you vow not to benefit from your wife. We're going to explain that. But basically, somebody rapes a woman, God forbid, and then he can't send her away. So how would you how would you picture a case? How would you paint a case? We're good. Thank you. Yeah. How would you like um, imagine a case where you in that? See, what's the corrective there? Someone rapes a woman. He has to, and he divorces her. What's the corrective bring to to bring her back? So how could you imagine a case where he would remove his opportunity? To, how he would like um, he nullify? He married somebody. Well, he's got multiple wives. So he, yeah. Well, he still has, oh, doesn't mean no. he doesn't have to marry her. It means how how can he get rid of her in a way that would nullify his opportunity? Uh, 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 um, Ability to bring her back. She married someone else. She married someone else, but he still has to bring her. I guess. He, but he, well, she, bringing she, her back. Uh, when we say bring her back, the way I understand it is he, he married. He, At that time, you can marry. No, no. But I'm saying wives. when we say bring her back, it's not a physical thing. He brings her back. I mean, he brings her back to his relationship. It's the back in the relationship. That's what we mean, right? So if she married someone else in the interim, he can never bring her back. But I think he can. She can be married to two. He can, she can't be married. She can't be married. No, no. no. She, I don't, she can, but she can divorce her other husband. And, no, but I'm saying you're asking. You're, 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 I don't, I don't know, know. Maybe she can't marry the other one because she but has to marry whether, him. Well, the question is whether he has to nullify it. If she marries somebody else, she nullifies. So you're asking... Is there a way that yeah, he... Exactly. That's what, exactly it. Yeah. So he has to do exactly something it. that prevents the yeah. correction. So let me just rehash. So... He, they're going to present onus as the other one. Mm-hmm. Then they're going to try and understand how is the onus the other case of that you, how you, that that you would a case where you can nullify the ase the and then you would become obligated in Malkus Kron Rabbi Yochanan. So they, they're imagining different options. They're going to imagine, let's say he killed her, right? Yeah. Well, I was thinking about that, but that to me was too. I didn't well, mention, you killed her. So if he killed her, that's a problem because that's a, that's a problem. I think on itself. Totally. But if he yeah, killed her, case, it, he killed her, um, then they wouldn't get Malkos. Right. Because you, you only get punished for the more strict crime. <laughs> so I'm trying to imagine a case where he oh, would yeah, nullify yeah. the Asse, but still get Malkos. So, so he, only he, makes a, he, makes a, right. he makes a netto. That, that's what they're going to say. Yeah. And he makes a netto not to have benefit from her. Uh, and if he does that, uh, then, then, then that would be a way that he nullifies the Asse. So. He boxes himself. Yeah. yeah. Let's see that. Uh, so Rabbi Elazar brings the case. He explains it. Um, if he's in Israel, he returns her and he doesn't get Malkos. If he's a Kohen, uh, he, he's located and he can't Malkos because he can't bring back the Grusha. Meaning, you can just slaughter the. You can just kill the, the bird. Um, so if he killed her, 
you don't get lashes because you get the stricter punishment. You get you get you get, you get the death penalty. Amar of Shimi Mechosna, So he received this is what you, you guys mentioned, that he he enabled her to get married. Uh, he assisted her in getting married for some, uh, to somebody else. So they're going to ask Amarle Ishivite if he made her a shal- if he, if she made him a shaliach, Meaning, if he made her, if she made him a shaliach, he's not doing anything. He's just her shaliach, and she's the one who's mevatel mitzvah. So that's what you guys, that's what you mentioned. And if she didn't make him a shaliach, So if she didn't make a shaliach, he can't affect this marriage. So they're going to knock that out as an option. That he made a netter <coughs> in Rabim to not have, not in, not, part, not have connection with her. So there is there not every netter is uh, undoable. There's a netter Rabim. Some one of says you can undo it. The um, midira la aldat Rabim. So no, you do it in the name of all the Rabim, and that's something that's more more strict that you can't undo. Okay, that's the answer. So again, so if you look at the chart here, if you're interested, um, page three. That's this is the this is the set. This is the first um, first uh, suggestion for what the second one would be. We have Shiloh Ken. Here's another one. You made a vow. Al dat rabim. Okay. Now an irrevocable um, vow. Right. Irrevocable vow, yeah. Um, so now they're going to say, so are, are there, maybe there's, there are other, well, is that all that you can find, those two? There are other things that could fit into, into that second, into that second uh, category, second option for things that uh, become, if you nullify the assay, you'll get Malkos at a later period. So they're going to offer options here. Vaika tu, vetu leka, vaika gezel. Right, so let's say somebody stole something and you have to return it. Right, so that's a mitzvah. That's an aseh that corrects the lotase. And let's say uh, you you destroyed. consumed it, you destroyed it beforehand. So you destroyed it. That would be a case of uh, you get malchus right then. It's also the same thing as a mashkon. You take a collateral from somebody. You're not allowed to go in their house and take the collateral. If you do, you got to bring it back. So they're going to explain. Really, you're right. There, there, you, you are mivatel. But the problem is, uh, there, it's not clear. You don't just get malchus. You get malchus and a monetary fine. And, and when you get a monetary fine, you, you only get the monetary fine and not malchus. Yeah. Sure. So first we had the death one. So you don't get death and malchus. You get yeah. that. And here you get monetary fine. Um, so here's another here's another option. Okay, so uh, I'll bring you a case where you can... I'll bring you a creative case of a collateral where there'd be no monetary fine. What would that be? That'd be a case of a convert who, who you, took a, you took their collateral, you went into that, took their collateral, now you have to return it. But you, but you destroyed it, and the convert died. So who are you going to return the money to? The convert doesn't have any Jewish parents. So therefore, it's just Malkos. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but they said no, no, that does not so quickly because even though you don't you don't have anybody in a physical address right now, the moment that you uh, were obligated to pay them before they died, 
they were still a bartash. They were still considered um, bartash to me. They were money was like they were deserving of that monetary compensation. So if you just have that situation from the very beginning when you advocate a malkos, it nullifies the malkos. So, so even though you we created a case where you would not be would not be paying a fine, the fact that, the, that when you initially were obligated in the malkos, you were obligated in the fine, even if he died a minute later. You still, uh, you still, so, so, that, so that, those two don't work. Mashkun and Gezel don't work. So what about Peah? Baika Peah, right? You have to give them, you know, uh, the corners of your field, the poor, poor people, uh, people who need it. So one hand says, don't leave it. And the other hand, leave it, and, but leave it for the Ger and the Ani, for the, the, uh, the Ani, the poor person and the convert. Um, so this would be this would really work. So let's say you you found you found peah, and then you came and you you ate it or you consumed it or you burnt it before you could return it to uh, before you could give it back to the to the ger um, before you could leave it in the field. Okay, you went to the field, you took it, and you didn't leave it out, and you burn it. So this would be a case of beat low, and then you would get you you should get malkos, but 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 Rabbi Elazar didn't name that as the other one, so why not? It's not. So here's the case: it's the, the Mishnah seems to point to the fact that if you destroy it, um, the the Mishnah is going to point to the fact that that if you destroy it, then um, you will get malkos. So mitzvah peah la frishmina kama lo frishmina kama ma frishmina omarim lo frishmina omarim ma frishmina keri achilo mariach mircho maser maser. So you learn it from like an indirect way that all these things, um, it's correctable. If you do this, you don't do that, you don't do that. But it didn't bring the case where you, you, you ground it mm-hmm. into... So everyone learns like infer from here. It's not written explicitly, but you can infer from here that if you ground it, you will get malkos because they didn't bring that as an option for as a corrective mm-hmm. or as something that still, still you don't become obligated for. So, so that's that's a source that seems like that this would be a payout would be a good case of if you destroyed it you would get malkos. Kid Rabbi Ishmael, it's like Rabbi Ishmael. Afma frishmi na isa, it's like Rabbi Ishmael. Rabbi Yochanan holds like Rabbi Ishmael that um, really if you do if you do ground it you still grind it. Sorry, if you do grind it you still get um, you, you don't get malkos. You still have a, you still can take maaser from it. So he's not holding like that 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 time that that mission. He's holding like another Tana. So no, Rabbi Ishmael would still hold that if you ate the if you didn't just grind it but you ate the Isa that you were mivatel the and you would get malkos. So they're going to say yes, that's true. I accept it. You won. So so what do we do now? Well, Rabbi Yochanan says there's only a place for two, so we have to knock out another one. So we're going to knock out Ones. Okay, mm-hmm. we, t- we took in Onus in the beginning. He was friends with us for a while, but then we had somebody, uh, a more favorite uh, neighbor, that came in, took its place. And we we only have room for two, so we have to knock it out now. How are we going to knock it out? We have to find some sort of blemish with that with that argument. Mm-hmm. So how do we get Onus out? So we said, what was what was our argument for Onus that it would be. Um, what was the argument for Onus that, that you would have a, a situation where you can undo, where, where you would nivatel the Asin? Yeah, so we're going to say that there, 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 it's not completely unnullable. Mm-hmm. So you, you do, if you make a, 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 a netter, you make a netter, an oath, or you swear, an oath against something that's a mitzvah, you're not going to return her 
So you're gonna not gonna have hana offer. You're not gonna turn. That's a mitzvah. So you can't get hafara for that, even if it's be, adat rabim, be rabim, everything. So so we undo. We said that's something that's kihadahu uh, mikre. So there was this case of uh, milametina kuh, who was uh, a pashabe yanuke. He was uh, abusing. It's that the pshat Rashi says he was hitting him. Um, it says shaloyam. Uh, Rashi says he mikel tamir termidai. He's physically abusing them. Adre um, bei Rav Acha, but never. Uh, so, uh, so Rav Acha said, "I'm I'm putting a netter on you. That you, sh- you shouldn't teach these children." And this is a this is al dot. Maybe this is al dot rabim. This is for the sake of the rabim. And this, but they're going to say Hadre Rabina. Rabina went behind his back and brought him back into the Beit Midrash. Why? Because he says there's nobody who can teach like him, even though he's abusive. So. Um, the second I use the word abuse, it sounds like if you just say hit him too hard, I don't know. But they're both really uncomfortable. But nevertheless, he said, but we learn from here that he was willing, even though there was a netter, and then maybe it was al-dat rabim, maybe for the sake of the rabim, because it was a, in, in a situation of a mitzvah, teaching the, the young children, so, and he knew that they wouldn't be able to learn from anybody else the proper way, he went and brought him back, even though there was a netter against him. So we see that a netter is not something that's, that's un, uh, immutable. Immutable. And so only, there are two things that are immutable, maskana. So i just like to summarize what we did so far. We talked about, this whole, this whole Gemara was about Rabbi Yochanan. Rabbi Yochanan Shita was bitlova lo bitlo, that it extends, you don't get malchus until you may tell the essay at the end of the period. Then we talked about what's his reasoning. We said he holds hatra'at effect is a hatra'ah. Mm-hmm. So, so therefore that works. That was the second part of the Gemara. last part of the Gemara is trying to understand what are cases of the bitlova lo bitlo. And we said there are only two. We tried to understand what those two were. So I think we can bang out this small piece in like a minute. Okay. That go, go ahead. Okay. Um, so, okay, good. So we finished that whole topic. Now we're on a whole different topic. For these things you get, um, you get malkos. This is from the Mishnah. Okay, so it's like another part of the Mishnah. So it's a tolat, a worm in a kruv, which is, uh, does kruv remind me? Um, rat, not rat. Um, Cabbage. Cabbage, thanks. You get, they get, they get, sheretz a sheretz ala aretz. You get, you get malchus for sheretz, for sheretz ala aretz. I think that's only two. Um, I think that's only two malchus. Uh, no, no, there's three. Sorry, you get three. Sheretz aretz is three. Ahuda cha benita. Someone who ate a benita. The uh, bay krava. Someone ate a. Uh, uh, okay, someone ate a benita de bay krava. Nagde be Rav Yehuda. So Rav Yehuda uh, did something to him. Nagde le. So I think it's cur- cursed him. I think. Anyway, um, let's just see. There was a certain person who ate a fish-like creature. Oh, sorry, I'm sorry, probably. This is a this is a benita, it's a fish-like creature, and uh, found in the furrows of a field from Rafa and Rabbi Huda flogged him. Okay, okay, yeah, in the picture. Yeah, all right. Um, again, so you have benita de bay krava. It says a talat, but I guess it's hahu de achal benita de bay krava v'nagde. So he plowed him. Okay, he flogged him. Okay, Amar Abai achal potita loke arba'a. What's this potita? What does it say in English there? Uh, Sheratamine. Uh, I think that's the eel. Oh, that's the eel. Yeah. Yeah, non-kosher fish. Yeah. Uh, you get four. What are four? You get two for Sheratstam, 
and two for Sheretz Amayim. Okay. Um, arba. Um, if you eat a nemala, an ant, you get five. So that's why people are so careful with ants. It's not a, you get five lavim. Why? Mishim sheretz sheretz So you have two for sheretz dam and and three for sheretz Two plus three is five. Good math. Mishim sheretz of. You have the other ones, and then you have another one for sheretz of because it flies. Amar of Achai, Amashet Nekavos. So now, uh, someone who's Mashet, someone who doesn't go to the bathroom, someone who waits in there, their bowels, they wait on their bowels. Um, you, they, they are also over in Baltashaksu. You, you, you yourself become a Sheketz. You become like a. I follow Shem Sosiyas. Yeah, you shouldn't hold it in. Because like Ariel Sharon used to like sit through yeah, yeah, like, government yeah. meetings like for seven for hours. And, like there were people like praised him for that, but that's, that's not. Yeah, That's for another reason, because that's yeah, that could be for not respect. Not, it's not like proper for learning in that situation. But someone who drinks from a, a, a like a bloodletting vessel is also Huna. Someone who who uh, crushed up nine ants and then they brought one alive, and they became a kazite. They get six, five for. The birea, which is the ant itself, and one more for kazait nevela. So, if you have a small ant, even though it's not a kazait, you get five because it's a full creature. But if you add on, if you make it add the other ones, you make it into a kazait, you get six because that's full, a full creature, and you also have a kazait. And they're going to say, Rabbi Marabiyochana, Filushnai, if you do crushed up two and you have one one full ant that's not a kazait, they add a kazait up to kazait, you get six. You crush up one, you have a full ant. It's also a six. It's talking about big, big ants or small ants. If you have a big ant, you crush it up, and you have the full ant together, they make a kazai, you would have... Uh, you would have. Okay, that's good. We'll stop there. Okay. Okay.